Welcome to JV Takes. I am Logan Brewer. That's Kyle Hunnicky, and today we got a special guest, a good friend, a better wrestler, Joey Majuris joins the podcast. Welcome, Joey. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for the one or two listeners that live under a rock and don't know who Joey is, he graduated the same year as me in 2015 from Zimbrota Mazeppa, was a five-time state place winner. Don't know if that's ever been done in Zimbrota Mazeppa. I have no idea. I'm not a historian, but pretty impressive. I was lucky enough to dodge him over the years. I don't think we ever wrestled, did we? We might have to circle back to that one. <laughs> might have to circle back to that one. There, So I ran into Joey's parents this weekend, and there was a little bit of discussion about that. There may have been an elementary wrestling match, but uh, as far as we know, I don't think we wrestled. But Joey, definitely a very accomplished, knowledgeable wrestler. Uh, glad you were able to join us. And then also now it sounds like you're helping out coaching a little bit in some road. Is that right? Yeah, so after I graduated high school, I came back in, I had a younger brother, Michael, and worked with him a lot and just kind of kept it rolling and started volunteering and coaching and yeah. So four Majerus siblings, you and your older brother, Nick. Mm-hmm. No I know st- where this is going. <laughs> no state titles. <laughs> the two younger siblings, Michael and Natalie, both have state titles. Is it almost a- seems like they learn things from their older siblings, <laughs> yeah. how to get there. Could have been. It could have been. Or they were just better than us. Well, it was one or the other, maybe a combination of both. So, you know, these Gen Z, these kids, they have so much more resources. Yeah, social media, they learn things on there a lot faster than we did. They do. Yep, definitely. So Joey and I were down at the Clash last night in lacrosse, and I got on my hands and knees. I begged him. I said, you got to join us on the podcast. I'm sick of dealing with Kyle. I need somebody else to help kind of throw water on that fire. So, yeah. Good to have you. Um, do we want to start there? Do we want to start with the clash, or what are you guys thinking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, sounds we'll, good to me. Yeah, we'll start there. So Zimbroda, hold, hold on. We're not going to talk about being verbally assaulted by Alan Josh. Um, I guess we could. Yeah, we could probably start with that. Because here, here's how my week has gone. All right, I started last Sunday with you. You know, and you, I think, gave me double pink eye. No, that's, <laughs> I thought you were going to reference me harassing you about your weight. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring that up every chance I get. So we got weight issues and double pink eye. That's how my week starts. Then it's, I think, Wednesday, I get nailed with uh, the flu. So I'm sitting there like, this is absolutely horrible. So I'm just not feeling the best. And I flip on Al and Josh. And all of a sudden... They start chirping about Brandon Lundy. I mean, nobody knows who, who is, Brandon. Who is Brandon? Nobody Lundy? knows. I asked, you know, Majerus here, and he's like, "I've never heard of the guy." So, yeah, I'm like, for the record, I do, I do. <laughs> so, you know that that was entertaining, Brandon. Uh, if you haven't listened, just listen back. Ninety nine percent of what Brandon Lundy says is false. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did he actually say? Please just explain what he said to the i don't i just tuned it out once i heard brandon lundy was telling stories i just kind of tune it out and chuckle like that's kind of how i go i think it was something along the lines of you were notorious back in the day for getting up on a 2-0 lead you'd get the first takedown of the match which (laughs) sit on a lead hold on to an ankle ride a wrist which is comical 
and we know it's false because I never got a takedown in my life. <laughs> like that just wasn't in my repertoire. So yeah, we know that's not true. But uh, I was gonna say you you seem like more the one zero type. Like you, you just try to get scoreless to the second period. No, get just go for broke. It was either pin or get pin. Pin or get pin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fair. I the, can respect uh, that. So then, so I have to deal with this, you know, and then the, the verbal abuse there. And then I can't trust a fart for like the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this is wonderful. And then <laughs> It's been a tough week for you. Oh, it gets worse. No offense to Chatfield or ZM here. They make it to, you know, the final bracket of... The Clash, which is great, great for the programs. But now great I know I me now I know well. I have to listen to Logan <laughs> for like the next seventy two hours talk about it, and then all of a sudden you pull in and you're with a ZM guy. Like <laughs> this couldn't be seven days worse of wrestling for me. So, anyways, we to have, the Clash. We've got all sorts of ambos. <laughs> say say some prayers for Kyle when you get a chance. It's been it's been a rough week. Yeah, let's. I think, well, on the bright side, we should talk about all the sponsors we have got here now. That's good. Yeah. So there was there's there's a couple positive this week for you, Kyle. We had our same sponsors from last week, Ace Moving and Warehouse out of Rochester, and Lodemeyer's in Goodhue for all of your what did we say? Lodemeyer's equipment needs. Yeah, you said silos last time. Come I on, said, <laughs> I said silos. That's embarrassing. Yeah, everybody needs a silo. It is embarrassing for somebody who claims they're a farmer farmer like myself or a former farm boy. So yes, it's grain bin setups, sheds, tractors, all that good stuff. And then Ace Moving and Warehouse in Rochester, if you need storage, if you need moving, if you know, you're know you transferring, if you're a Zimbroda kid who was a little bit disappointed by the outcome against Chatfield, you want to head down to Chatfield, get Ace Moving and Warehouse to help you, okay? <laughs> you want to weigh in on that one, Joey? <laughs> Uh, I'll stay out of that one. No, no, that was a good match. Don't transfer. Zimbroda's got a great program. Zimbroda Mazeppa has a Mazeppa, great program. Yep, yep, yep. And then we actually were able to add on a couple more sponsors. So we must be doing something right, Kyle. I guess. Do you want to tell the folks a little bit about what Ag Partners does while I pull up information on our other sponsor? Sure. Ad lib for me, please. <laughs> Ag Partners, a co-op out of Good You, and basically all of southeastern Minnesota. I mean, if you go to a small uh, farming community egg partners probably has a location or covers it so big uh, big thanks to egg partners uh, speaking of egg partners every time i flip on the clash this weekend watching it there is joe morgan either checking somebody in or refing i'm like i don't know if like i had a little preset where like he just popped up no matter what or what the deal was but yeah so i know joe uh great wrestling official out of lake city and then uh him and taylor buck who's a basketball official have been talking jv takes podcasting at work so yeah that's uh big thanks to egg partners are we converting people from the basketball community is that what i hear taylor buck is now a wrestler taylor fan? buck should have been a wrestler i mean if you all saw him get posterized at the state <laughs> basketball tournament we should like, tweet that picture we should out. yeah we'll tweet that later for everybody yeah by uh what was his name the kid who went on to go tyler play. johnson tyler, tyler johnson, johnson <laughs> went to play for the gophers and then an nfl wide receiver <laughs> just put taylor on a poster it was awesome yep yep so good <laughs> anyway yeah good for joe getting a bunch of camera time joe yeah. just kind of he commands the mat he deserves that camera time so good for him and then our last sponsor a big thank you to hogum insurance agency down in lacrosse and the Alaska area michael odomo is down there and specializes in business insurance their agency offer also offers home auto life and more business insurance they have peace of mind insurance so 
reach out to them as well. Check out their website if you're considering getting insurance. Thank you to our sponsors. All right, so Clash, we start with my favorite matchup. What do you guys think? My favorite matchup too, so. Your favorite matchup as well. Okay, Kyle. Which one was that? Zimbroda and Chatfield. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. how about we run through how it went, and then we can break it down a little bit. We can do that. Do you want me to go through the results? I no. Here's what I want to do. I want right. to start. I want to start by you mentioned Joe Morgan, a local southeastern Minnesota celebrity. I want to mention a couple southeastern Minnesota celebrities that I saw down there. Of course, Joey Majerus, Section One, Section One legend. I ran into Spencer Yo. Spencer is still doing well. <laughs> I heard a little Spencer on the mic. <laughs> so the one of the Harner brothers for Northfield, they're in their lighter weights. They're like mm-hmm. the 32 or 38 pounders. One of them wasn't wrestling this weekend for whatever reason. So he was running the microphone. And when Caledonia and Northfield wrestled their last match of the clash <laughs> together, <laughs> I had a special eye on that table to see if young Mr. Harner was able to get a word in while Spencer you know, was on the microphone. And I don't think I saw his lips move once, but <laughs> that is not surprising at all. Spencer's been doing it forever. He's he's fantastic. He's an elite wrestling personality. Yes. And then Brian Witchman, which side note, Brian did a great job coordinating all the announcers. Very grateful that he had me down there. Continues to do an awesome job with all the announcers down there. But he told me there's a shirt that exists out there of Spencer Yo and his picture on the front. And then on the back, it lists all the different Hall of Fames, the different wrestling Hall of Fames that Spencer Yo is in. So that is a flex. That is a flex. I'm going <laughs> to wow. try, try and get to that point someday. So if uh, anybody knows where those shirts exist, I would definitely love to have one of those. Did you just preface that you're going to be in Hall of Fames eventually? Oh, get used to it. <laughs> this is the things he ed- I have to edit a lot just so it doesn't the trajectory we're on the sky is the <laughs> limit guys I think I've known you for eight years nine years since we've really been friends and you still surprise me every day <laughs> is that a bold <laughs> statement <laughs> heading to the hall of fame I did tell someone yesterday down at the clash that Howard Stern was paying Kyle and I out for consulting services he wanted to learn more about hosting a radio show so you are something else yeah. I think I realized why I got sick last week. <laughs> it was you. It was verbal. <laughs> you just make me sick. Continue on. <laughs> so, well, all right, I got one more celebrity that I saw down there. This person is an up-and-coming celebrity. Got introduced of Will Van Epps to, to Will Van Epps of Kenny Monomingo. And it came up once again that we have not yet done the charity challenge where Will Van Epps trucks me. Is he in? He's in. Nice. He is in. The issue is I didn't have my helmet this weekend. <laughs> Normally, I don't travel without my football helmet, but yesterday I forgot it, so we were not able to do the charity challenge, but hopefully in the near future. So stay tuned for that. Um, where do you want to start with matchups here, Kyle? You had something pulled up. Yeah, let's go through just the brackets, the final results. So in the eighth bracket, uh, looks like Northfield got second. Caledonia got third. I'm just going to list off the uh, Section 1 teams here. Uh, Seventh bracket. So we don't need to refresh how the clash works. We did that last week. Mm -hmm. Rochester Mayo got third in that bracket. And there was nobody in sixth bracket. But what is a little bit interesting is Jackson County Central got first out of that bracket. And same with Apple Valley. So two ranked teams that were down there in the sixth place bracket. And maybe we'll have to talk about that later 
because we did get a question about rankings in our Ask Logie questions comment. Ooh, so that's exciting. We could discuss that a little bit more in depth. Uh, adopted Section 1 team Hastings got fourth in the fifth bracket. Kenyon Wanamingo got third in the fourth bracket. And we are moving on up to the number one bracket. Second and third didn't have any. With St. Michael getting first. And Vacaville getting third. Yeah. All right. Any other results from the weekend? I want to. I want to talk about me and Joey's Cougars. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were in bracket B, and there was a little bit of I don't know what you want to call it a mix up or things got weird in bracket B because mm-hmm. number eight seed Bemidji knocked off the number one seed Washington thirty twenty four. Would you say Bemidji looked pretty good this weekend? Didn't yeah, they? I know. Was that Washington? Washington, Illinois. Which I know is they confusing. had a few team or a few wrestlers out, like state entrant type wrestlers. But beyond that, they ended up beating better teams later in the tournament. So Bemidji, great win for them. They had an awesome tournament. Mm-hmm. I think they ended up winning a match or two, even in that second bracket the next day so they were deserving of where they got to yeah they so quick question like do they hand out horseshoes to all the zm <laughs> people like when they start the season just to get lucky with things like this or is that just no. i think it's just <laughs> when you work hard things just fall your way maybe i don't know if you worked hard kyle you would eventually have some breaks like this too okay so try it some, all right try it sometime yeah they beat i mean they did get a little bit fortunate, right, with Washington missing some kids in the yep. first round, but they followed that up by beating Muskego, who's a really solid team. Muskego was in the fourth bracket, I think, with Kenny Wanamingo. So Bemidji ends up finding their way to the finals. Zambroda was really dominant, though, in bracket B. They only gave up 16 points against Holman in the opener, nine points against JCC, and then, or excuse me, Liberty, Arizona, yep. who had beaten JCC. And then once again in the finals, they won 39-16 to 16 over Bemidji. So I think the wrestling was pretty good for the Cougars on day one. Yeah, we wrestled well on day one. A couple of hiccups maybe, just not wrestling up to our ability. But it's, I mean, we've been on a grind the last few weeks with the Bi-State and the Clash and just the amount of time being away from home and mm-hmm. getting after it and great. I mean, there's tons of good wrestlers up here and. I was I was impressed first day and yeah I I I've been saying the same thing about my other team the Chatfield Gophers so they kind of yeah. went through a gauntlet as well they had mm-hmm. that big cast and match on Friday night and then the by state and now the clash and like eventually you keep wrestling these tough matches weekend after weekend like you're gonna have a little bit of a letdown or like the great Link Stefan said yesterday is. When you wrestle really, really high quality competition, yep. you're probably going to look bad every now and then because yep. that's just what good teams do to you. So, the Zimbrota's first time in the final bracket at the Clash is that yeah. right? Yep, I think last year we were in the second bracket, so our goal was just to get above that, get to that first bracket. So, yeah, those uh, and the mission accomplished there, and I think Zimbroda's been in the clash for like what nine years now or something like that. Yeah, I nine, believe this years. is our ninth year, eighth or ninth, I think it okay. was. Did you do you ever make the clash all tournament team, or did I, you ever go six? I and didn't. Oh? I did once. You went six and zero, oh, 
or you made the all-tournament team? No all-tournament team. I can't remember. It's been a while. I know I went 5-1 and one or 6-0 one year, but I was never. Nope, not a. Mark, Mark Hall, we, he actually, Mark Hall got inducted into the Clash Hall of Fame this weekend, and they said he went 35-1 and one That's at the incredible. Clash in his career. And the only way you could do better is obviously 36-0, and all, but here's what I'll say. Owen Lexfeld is 4-0. In his first clash, so better winning percentage than Mark Hall. See if he can keep it rolling. See if he can keep it going. So, yeah, Zambroda ended up in bracket number one with Chatfield. I thought there was a very real chance that Chatfield and Zambroda would see each other on the second day. Just maybe a little bit surprising to see that in the first bracket, but it was super fun. Chatfield was the number two seed coming in, and they opened up against Glenbard North. They beat them 50-12. to 12. They beat Shakopee in what I thought was one of the funnest, if not the funnest, match of the tournament. They won that one 29-26, and then they won their final against Bettendorf 39-30. There was kind of a lot of bonus points in that one for, you know, a final in a bracket at the Clash, but Chatfield pulled it out. They got a bunch of pins. They wrestled well, and then Chatfield eventually ended up getting second. How was... uh? How was the live stream experience, Kyle? Was it as good as we had Matt's side, or was it? Actually, it was really good. I mean, so it was on flow, and, uh, you know, good. It was kind of fun to have the the Homer commentators for all the different matches, so you can flip it on, and you kind of, you got something. And you also just throw them in a box together, right? Like, Like, no prep. There's this guy who (laughs) loves Vacaville, and this guy who, you know, lives and dies Chatfield Wrestling, and you just stick them on a microphone like four inches from each other. Yeah, it, it is fun, though, because everybody just obviously has that inside knowledge on their team. And and what's really funny is some of these teams, they just divulge everything, and then some are like, yeah, they're good kids. So, you know, you kind of get a little mix of everything. But overall, the stream was awesome. I think uh, I had a lot of fun just kind of sitting back and watching the matches and chirping at you randomly when I saw something or thought of something. But uh, overall, great, uh, great competition. The one, you know what we should look at? When you mentioned uh, undefeated, I don't think Denstead lost this weekend. Was he all-tournament team? I don't think he lost either. I haven't seen the all-tournament team. There, I don't believe he made the all-tournament team, but I know there were multiple kids from Section 1. Kill Lochner was one who went undefeated, lose. and you don't quite make it in there because there's just so many hammers out there. Speaking of Lochner... I was watching him wrestle, and then at about the same time, I think Swanson was wrestling in the cheese head, and I'm like, this is going to be great. I think we're going to get three potential matchups yeah. for them coming down the wire here. So, yeah, that just I don't know if they ready. can top last year, but... <laughs> they're they're both wrestling well, so that's yes, going to be a lot of fun. Well. So. Mm-hmm. so I talked to somebody who, was, uh, somebody who chooses the all-tournament team for a specific weight. Did you it, even watch wrestling? It just sounds like you went around talking to people. I did a lot of talking, <laughs> and I was on my cell phone a lot, trying to grab a lot of content. Seems like the the kids actually really liked that. So I tried to watch wrestling. I did more talking than anything, just because Kyle wants to stay back here. And what did you do? You napped and you literally you watched got television. Sick. You napped and you watched television while I was out working, promoting the brand. So... Yeah, I did have a lot of conversations while we were down there. Um, What I was saying is it sounds like it's obviously pretty subjective how they choose the all-tournament team. So, like, if a kid 
comes in and they're six and zero, and there's another kid who's six and zero. At that point, they start factoring in quality of competition and dominance of wins and other mm-hmm. other factors like that. Or in an instance where a kid was like, you know, hypothetically, let's say there were six and zero at one forty five, and there was another one forty five pounder who was five and one, but bumped up to one fifty two and lost to a nationally ranked wrestler or something like that. They can kind of make adjustments or whatever. So I'm not finding the all tournament team here on the Clash website. I wonder if they put that on socials or something. But yeah, anyways. um, So the final bracket, the first matchup that Chatfield had in round one was St. Michael Albertville. Uh, Bold take here. This is not a JV take. This is a bold take. St. Michael Albertville is good at wrestling. They are decent. They're pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. The Both of the Robidoux put on an absolute clinic. I received a text after the last round. I think Landon Robidoux had 41 takedowns in his three matches. Good for him. On mm-hmm. Friday. So I that's like three seasons worth for me. I, Moving on. <laughs> I never got more than like 10 to 15 takedowns a season. So good for him. Uh, Zimbrota Mazeppa. Lost to Vacaville, 31-21. Pretty low-scoring one there. And then round two, STMA knocked off Vacaville, 45-12. Zimbrota Mazeppa Chatfield in a matchup of my two children. Chatfield won that one, (laughs) 26-21. I was telling these guys the analogies of what it felt like to watch this match. And the best analogies that I could come up with was... It felt like I was Donna Kelsey watching Jason Kelsey's Eagles play against Travis Kelsey's Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Wasn't funny the second time. It, you guys laughed the first time. <laughs> we might have chuckled. Or like, you know, when your mother says, I can't choose which of my children I love the most. I never believed that until I watched Chatfield and Zimbrota wrestle. So it was really, it was a heart-wrenching experience for me, but it was beautiful too. It was. It was an awesome match. It was. What would you... So, Chatfield ended up winning it at the end. What would you say were some of the turning points? Like, was it decided early? Where did you feel like Chatfield got kind of got it done? Um. Yeah. So, we started... They draw for weights, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got off on a... They won three one-point matches, I think, against us in the first four weights. So, we got behind the eight ball. And... They fought back. They wrestled very well, I thought. Um, it's a long tournament. There was some sloppy wrestling in there, too, from both teams. It's mm-hmm. just that's how it is. Like you said, when there's two good wrestlers, you can make someone look bad sometimes. Exactly. Um, but all the credit to Chatfield. They go and go and go and don't stop and look for points. And, yeah, they got the best of us. But we wrestled very well, and I think you could wrestle that match ten times and think you could have 10 different outcomes i agree definitely i said that to you after the match i was like you wrestled that one 10 times you get 10 different outcomes maybe one team wins four times maybe one team wins five or six times but it's definitely the they're neck and neck they're right there with each other and kyle's been pestering me like he usually has but now he's been pestering me about getting more team rankings out there so that one kind of solidifies things in my mind at the top as i get on a little bit of a tangent here Chatfield, probably the number one team in the section with wins over Cassin and Chatfield. Cassin and Zimbroda, 
we'll find that result out in a few weeks here at the end of January. So um, with that, I, I think I'll come back to that because we had a question from the audience on that. Oh, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good, so good, I wanna, good. But I want to go back to this, this Chatfield ZM match. So we've talked just briefly about drawing weights in different states and stuff like that. So from your guys' perspective that was down there, do you like that, not like it? What are your thoughts? As a wrestler, I wouldn't like it just because I was a smaller guy, so I was always ready right away. And when you're constantly going through that motion all year and then they draw weight and maybe it's 113, well, then 106, you're going to be wrestling at the end of the duel pretty much the whole tournament. And most kids can find a way to get over that, but sometimes it messes with kids so i'm indifferent i guess you're indifferent weird you're like logan doesn't take a stand (laughs) i I actually will on this one so i like it for two reasons number one it's fun it's just super fun Mm -hmm. to see different fun or just different it's both different is fun you don't you don't get into the the mundane experience quite as much you learn you learn to appreciate how the duel progresses, right? And when it starts at different points, there's different ways for things to to transpire. So I think that's fun. And then secondly, I also like that we find out a little bit more about different kids. So like Chatfield's last match, it came against Vacaville. It came down and Jack Dornack was wrestling for Chatfield. And he got an early lead. He was up four to one. And then this kid from Vacaville, the name is Isaac Padilla, I believe, he hit him with a gator roll, a cement mixer, whatever you want to call it, and Dornak had to fight off his back, and then he was down six to four, and just kind of, he had this immediate shift from, I'm going to win this match, to I need to make sure that the team wins this duel, mm-hmm. and just watching him kind of be able to adjust on the fly, change gears, and then lock down that win for Chatfield kind of told me a lot about him. So usually, that's the heavyweight, right? Usually, that's Miles Mullern in that spot against Cass and Manorville. I think it's great to see kids in different spots, whether it's somebody starting things out, seeing if they're the type of person that can be can get things rolling for a lineup, or see if there's somebody at the end who can step up and put the nail in the coffin. I think it's a good learning experience. Jessica and I actually debated this yesterday when we were watching wrestling. She's on your guys' side, and I was explaining to her why she's wrong, and that went well. So, uh. Is that something you should do to your wife? Neither, so Joey and I aren't married. Both of us are not married yet. Is that something that's a good approach for us in the future? Well, you know, tread lightly. It's how you frame it. I like your take of how starting at different weights is fun and different, but there is a sort of feel to coming down to a heavyweight i mean that's it's just what wrestling is getting two big heavyweights out there at the end of the match someone's probably gonna fall on their back mm-hmm. and the crowd is gonna go nuts mm-hmm. and when I- you have a 13 pounder out there it it's the same there's nothing different but the visuals of it it are looks just, different it feels different yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah. yeah i kind of agree the stylistic you typically get with a heavyweight is kind of a fun exclamation point yeah. to a duel. You know, yeah. it's probably going to end in an extreme way. Mm-hmm. No matter the talent that's up there. Right. I also, a couple reasons why I like just starting 107 on the way out, 106, whatever, is I like the older kids who are typically your yes. bigger kids to close it out. Like, that's just fun. Jessica says, well, it's not fair that the big guys always have to be last. 
not my problem. Like, <laughs> they can wait. Uh, we should so, have Jessica on the podcast. <laughs> I would like this. This would be great. <laughs> so, so I like that. I do completely agree that, like, high risk, the higher you get up there, you got the older kids. You know, I look back, um, was it last year, Caledonia Chatfield with uh, Schott and Gotzinger. I mean, you just got two upperclassmen duking it out to see whose team's basically going to go to state. That you just, I love that part of it. And then uh, the other thing, and the reason I brought it up for the Zimbrota Mazeppa Chatfield match here is if you look how ZM ended, right? It was four straight wins. Now imagine if that is flipped and you're you're doing that during the middle of the duel versus at the end of the duel. I think just that run in this scenario for ZM would have really helped maybe propel some of those closer matches than that would have been mm-hmm. after that. So, yeah. you know, you do get a completely different feel uh, and you're going to get that no matter where you start, but I just, I'm biased. I like the 107 out the door to heavyweight and let the big guys figure it out if it does come down to that. So, yeah. You are a man of consistency. I'll give you that much. <laughs> That's like a major backhanded compliment. <laughs> I was hoping for more backhand. Um, yeah, and then I'll also just add here, there were a bunch of toss-ups in this one, a ton of good matches early on, the majority of which went Chatfield's way. So Jack Dornack at 45 had it that was a crazy finish to that yeah, one with that ben was murray. a fun one i think murray was down three yep mark career yelled from the corner he said escaping a takedown ben ben got the escape he got the takedown to tie it up and as time expired dornak got the escape to win that one yeah that was an awesome match bodies were flying they were Getting pretty tired towards the end of the match, which made it fun. It was awesome. It was a great match. It was funny. There was like 10 seconds left, and I think he got the escape, the takedown, the escape, and there were still like three seconds left. Yeah. It was Four points scored in about a second. Yeah. That was awesome. And then, so Roland won a toss-up over Copeman. Carson Roland had a great match. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. And then looking a little bit further down, 107 was a match that Jameson Preby looked great, had a good win over Sam Moore. It sounds like those two wrestled quite a bit from what Kyle told me through his sources, and Joey now confirms with the head nod. That's a great win for Preby. I thought he has been he had wrestled a great tournament this weekend and the weekend before. And then another... So things kind of shifted a little bit when we circled back around to the top, and Noah Schaefer pulled off a big come-from-behind victory, 5-2 to two over Kaysen Johnson at 121. If you're just looking at the box score, that one kind of looks like, you know, a standard 5-2 to two victory. Noah Schaefer controlled that one. But he was actually down 2-0 going into the third. I think it was a reversal and a, a cradle. Cradle, oh, yep. Yeah, for fives. That was a great win for him. And then Ryan Steinmetz. It's pronounced Steinmetz, or right? Or was it a tilt? Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking it was a tilt. It was near fall of some sorts. It might have been. too much wrestling going on this weekend. There was a lot of wrestling going on. It's pronounced Stimitz, right? Not not Stimitz. Yeah, now we'll get that right. Okay, I how was many people say, told you that this weekend? Well, I heard Witchy say it a few times, and after he okay. said it like the third or fourth time, I'm like, I should probably get that. Well, right. that's good because all the Zimbrota fans, they're like, man, they keep saying Stimitz. I'm like, well, we'll just let him figure it out. He's fairly smart guy, so <laughs> give me a lot of credit there. <laughs> wow, give you giving me more credit than Kyle gives me. So Stimitz credit a, is earned. Picked up picked up a major over Hunter Polakowski. And then at 33, Jack Creer had a great win against Gage Bartles, 3-1. to one. So Zimbrota made a push there at the end, but Chatfield just 
got off to a really hot start and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, probably earned the number one spot in my power rankings, which you'll have to stay tuned for. One kid uh, from Chatfield that I think is really starting to come on. I don't want to say he had a slow start to the year, but he just didn't look like he was firing like he did at the end of the year, would be Carson Rowland. Like, he, in the last, now, since the Bi-State and the Clash, just watching him wrestle, he just kind of feels like he's found that next gear. And I think that's going to be uh, really good for the Chatfield team moving forward, and him individually. So he was one guy that kind of stuck out to me, I guess, in the last couple of weeks of like, huh, all right, he's found that gear now again, and it'll be fun to see. He looked absolutely rock solid. And then a couple other great wrestlers for Chatfield that I got to give shout outs to Aiden Miner and Kale Shot both did quick interviews with me for the JV Take Instagram page, and they did a fantastic job. So if any wrestlers see me bouncing around at any local tournaments and you're somebody that wants to do a quick 30 second or 45 inter- minute interview, or excuse me, second <laughs> interview. I don't have 30 or 45 minutes. Let me know. We can make that happen. I know kids kids love the social media stuff. It's super fun for them. I was actually, I was talking to a coach down there at the Clash, and he, I asked him how he felt about the social media stuff, and he said it's the day and age that the kids grew up in. They love it. It's super fun for it, so let's just make it as fun for them as possible. And with that, also... Just a big thank you to all the athletes that make that t- type of stuff possible because you guys with the, you know, your splatles and all the great moves make <laughs> make that content super fun. It's fun for me to put together. I know it's fun for you guys to look at. So if you have any clips that you think would be social media worthy, you can always try sending those to our Instagram account. Can't guarantee we'll throw anything and everything up there, but I want this to be um, you know, an account for the athletes as much as it is for anyone else. So what else do we need to touch on on the clash here? Probably Kenyon won Mingo, I'd say, just briefly. Sure. So Kenyon won their first match of the tournament and their last match of the tournament. They were in the fourth place bracket. I got to see them for the first time in person. Will Van Ups look great? I think he wrestles a really fun style for a big man just with how athletic he is, how good he is at at getting to ankles. The lower part of their lineup is just as good as I thought it was. They're absolutely rock solid. They're all the way up to the, the middle portion of their lineup. I didn't get to watch them much on the second day because I was pretty dialed into the last bracket with Chatfield, Zambroda, STMA, and Vacaville. But I did get a chance to look over there when... <laughs> The public address announcer (laughs) who, so the public address announcer at the clash and then at the state tournament and like the national wrestling tournament will occasionally do this thing where they go potential fall on mat number seven or pinning situation on mat number seven. And the one time, time, do you like that? If it's done correctly, I do. If it's a high ranked wrestler or something on their back, then I think it can be fun to know about but i don't know if it should necessarily (laughs) be uh, announced over the speakers in a center that some kid is getting pinned when he definitely doesn't want to be getting pinned (laughs) i agree it needs to be the right moment like you can't just draw everyone's attention over there when it's a jv kid getting thrown into the lineup against a nationally ranked wrestler you need to have the right moment where 
it's a big upset or a kid that's, you know, seated really highly. And also I'll say I'm more for doing it at the college level than I am at the high school yeah. level. I just don't, I think that's a lot to put on a 16 year old kid. Yeah. The, the one thing I do think they really do a good job at the clash is like when you have those ranked wrestlers going out to wrestle, like mm-hmm. they let you know, or, Hey, we got a two state champs going at it here. Like I wish more tournaments did that i know it's hard you got to really basically be on top of your things as the pa guy but yeah the whole (laughs) calling out pins it just annoys me (laughs) weird right i get annoyed (laughs) took the words right out of your mouth add that add that to the list of things (laughs) kyle gets annoyed by (laughs) running out of pen and paper for that list so in this particular instance what had happened is there was a nameless kid on mat number seven that kenny wanamingo was wrestling on and you heard kind of, you know, a loud roar coming from over a mat number seven. And the public address announcer comes in with, Splatel on mat number seven. <laughs> and everyone looks down there and there's this poor kid getting splatled. So I just, I went through the exercise of imagining myself as that wrestler. You didn't have to imagine very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just flashed back to yeah, when I was younger. Yeah, flashbacks, yep. So, so yeah, you're you're wrestling at an obvious hammer of a wrestler an absolute stud you happen to get splatled and while you're worried about your groin muscles getting shredded shredded <laughs> to a pulp the announcer <laughs> decides to draw everybody's attention over to your mat so while you're looking up through your legs you get to make eye contact with everyone in the arena staring down at you so that was uh that was a kind of a funny moment for me um and getting getting back to kenny Monomingo. Like I said, a good performance for them. They finished strong with a victory over Muskego and absolutely ran through them 48-14, to 14, which is a pretty solid team. So yeah. I think, would that be 15th overall for Kenyon? What place did they take in their bracket? They, they were in the fourth place bracket, and sure. they won one match in the fourth place bracket. Yeah. So I think somewhere be, in there. Yeah, that'd be 15th. Depending on all the there. other teams shook out. Yep. Alan so Alan Josh pointed this out the varsity podcast I'm going to steal this from them but the difference between a 16th and 17th team the 16th place team goes 1 and 5 and the 17th place team at the clash goes 5 and 1 but nice thing about the mm-hmm. format is that day 2 you're basically guaranteed to get teams at your skill level so that was good to see um we can wrap up on this I just wanted to say Rochester Mayo also wrestled in the 7th place bracket and then Northfield and Caledonia were the last match of the tournament. They were in the eighth place bracket. So a lot of local teams down there. A lot to, good to see, good to see them talk to coaches, watch wrestlers. Nice, yeah. It's always fun to wrap up the clash. Now we're into the the meat of the season where we're diving into the section opponents and all that kind of fun stuff. Do we want to look at some results from this last week? Or where should we go? Yeah, I was pretty disconnected from wrestling in this last week. Kyle, why don't you give me a little bit of direction here? Well, I'll just start. So we kind of touched on how uh, GMLOS and Dovriota would probably wrestle on, I believe it was Thursday. And that could have some section uh, seating implications. So it looks like Dovri, or sorry, did I say Dovriota? I meant LARP. LARP and uh, GMLOS. So LARP took down GMLOS 42 to 30. So that's how that one ended up shaking out. I kind of went through the box score. I didn't, nothing crazy. There was a lot of sixes traded back and forth. Um, maybe the one was uh, at 145. There was a tight one with Titan Teakouts over Dalton Pischke. 
uh, six to three. Um, that actually, and then at heavyweight, Jaden uh, Perez over Colton Gardner, three to one. So everything else though is a six point match one way or the other. So, so yeah, so LARP is, uh, kind of lurking there. I think now, uh, they basically have kind of positioned themselves to be in one of those top two, three, four, uh, maybe five seeds at the section, uh, tournament here. So they'll also wrestle good you and Dovriota yet. So that's going to really help them kind of figure out where they're at. So LARP, uh, came through Kyle. yep go ahead i was gonna say yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how things shake out there in the four or five seed four or five six seed in in section 1a it sounds like we might have a listener that submitted a question relevant to that is that correct there is okay. yes okay. so we'll get to our logie's little questions at yeah the end. so i don't i don't want to spoil my thoughts on that right away but i did want to go back to the clash we're going to circle back very quickly because i X'd out of my tab that had the girls' results. So I wanted, oh, yep. I wanted to touch on those very quickly. Got to go over to the girls' auditorium. Did you, Joey, did you stop in and see the, the girls' side? No. no. So it was connected to the big main lacrosse center arena, but it was kind of weird because it was like, it seemed like it was almost like a conference room, or I don't even know what they usually they usually hold it for, but the, the ceilings weren't very high. It was like a 14 15 foot ceiling and it was a smaller room with formats packed in there and also a stage for the for the announcers and the fans were pretty tight up to the mat so it was it was a little bit of a chaotic environment but you know we love we love that they're making the event bigger and bigger they're not turning teams away they're going to continue to grow the event so i think as that happens there's going to need to be accommodations probably made to the scheduling and the venue just because it was so tight in there and so loud. Uh, but overall, uh, a very great event. And I'm scrolling down because I want to find the results for Byron. I believe they competed in the consolation three bracket in the opening round of that on Saturday, they wrestled Hastings Hastings won at 57, 18 in round two, they wrestled Joliet township, Joliet township got that one. And then Batavia took a narrow one against Byron in round number three. So did not Byron didn't come home with a victory, but it was great to see them down there. They have a full lineup. They're well coached. Got to have a nice conversation with uh, head coach Ryan Radke and then their girls coach Isaac Justice. They're definitely trending in the right direction. And there almost seems to be more excitement about girls wrestling than there is boys like it was it was loud in that room the fans get into it a ton well think about so if you ever been to like volleyball softball like it's obnoxiously loud like they got their cheers going and they were talking about that on one of the uh or al and josh were talking about that yes yeah about Mm -hmm. the you know are they gonna bring that in and i bet yeah and even i don't know why it wouldn't it seems to me i haven't been to a ton of girls wrestling tournaments, but it almost seems like the fans even get more involved for some reason. Well, absolutely. If it's loud, like everybody just continues to get louder. Yes. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So my ears were ringing from that one. It was like, it was probably pretty close to Chatfield Casson level of loudness. Maybe not quite there, but pretty close. What? Let's, the- uh, speaking of big tournaments, let's just jump over to the Cheesehead, right? Castle Manorville was over at the Cheesehead. So I'll just kind of run through some of their higher placers and for those of you that are unfamiliar with the cheese head i think there's like it's over in uh 
Kakana, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe now there's like 13 maybe or so, give or take, uh, Wisconsin teams. And then the rest are Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, nationally ranked teams, nationally ranked kids everywhere. So uh, one of the toughest tournaments individually uh, that you can find basically within a six-hour radius of however long it takes to get over there. But uh, Castle Manorville had a few kids that did pretty well. Uh, Rex Ashford, their six-pounder, got ninth place. Out of, uh, you said, I might not have been listening. That's kind of my uh, thing. But how many teams did you say were there? There's around 32, I believe. Okay. And majority from Wisconsin? Or is it kind of a mix from? You weren't listening wow. at this all. This is what I deal with. See, now finally someone's here. We're moving on. The listeners were paying attention. So you just shut your mic off. So are we going to talk about the cheesehead? Do you so, want to hop into that now? <laughs> goodness. And then... Uh, so, yeah, the Fredericks, both Aiden and uh, Owen at 32 and 38, both got 11th place. And uh, you might be wondering why I'm going out to 11th. They place out, like, I think it's 22 or 24. So they go pretty oh. far out with the uh, the placers here. Uh, Joey Kennedy at 150 got fifth. Uh, so good tournament there by Joey. Uh, Luke Swanson, fourth. So And it's kind of fun. You see these guys, how many team points they're scoring individually. Like, that's 52 points to get uh, fourth place. So... Uh, and then at 165, I would say, um, I don't know if it's a surprise, but for me, I was a, I was surprised. Uh, you had Dominic Mann get second overall. Uh, so, yeah, really nice tournament for Dominic. Um, not sure who this guy he lost to from uh, DeKalb is, but uh, he lost 3-2 to two in the final. So he was just knocking at the doorstep right there to uh, bring home a cheesehead title. And that's a big deal oh. if you can, if you can uh, manage to pull that one off. So. Is man a good you name? It is, yes. It is, really. His dad was my huh. junior high wrestling coach. Hmm. That's interesting. Kind of like Majerus, too. Good you name. Yeah. I think that, no, I don't know that name much. <laughs> you might you might want to dig into your family tree, Joey, because I've heard some rumblings that uh, your parents may or may not be good you high school graduates. I'm pretty sure they even transferred from good you. Oh. Right? You had a, I looked in I the records. There was like that. a kindergartner at one point named Nick. Is this true, Joey? There, there might have been. <laughs> you might, have, you might have to, might have to ask Brian and Liz about that one. <laughs> you know, here's what I'll say, and I, I like to be pretty nice to you because we're good buddies. You're a great guy, but five-time state place winner in Zabrota Mazeppa, you maybe could have been a five-time state champ at Goodyear. I might have been. Might have been. I guess we'll never know, will we? <laughs> we'll never know until you send your future kids to Goodyear and you make things right. Yeah, we'll back, s- back we'll to the see cheese what head. happens there. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, Castle Manorville got fifth overall. So there's 38 teams, which makes it about a 32-man bracket. So, yeah, so they got fifth overall right behind uh, Simley and by right behind 100 points behind. But, uh, yeah, Southeast Polk won that. So, yeah, that's a cheese head. So I think KM had a pretty good showing. I was also noticing, you start looking at these records from some of these KM guys, they run into absolute, what do they do, the Donnybrook? Christmas tournament, the Cheesehead, my team, and Chatfield, yep. right? So you got four, well, three mega tournaments plus uh, um, your team, and yeah, some of these, some of these records might not look very pretty at the end of the year, but I don't know if they really care as long as they can uh, pull out the the wins over whoever yeah. they may have in the section tournament. That was STMA this weekend. Yeah, you know how their kids are, and some of them had eleven and six records, yeah. and they were. <laughs> destroying kids out there yeah 
unreal. That's always kind of fun when you get to the second tournament. You see these just record discrepancies. There's a couple teams that may have these really inflated records, and then, yeah. Is that relevant in state tournament seating? Is that a criteria, win percentage? I I think it is, but I think it's a lower end, isn't it? As I think state, I don't know if it has much bearing. I think That's, most of it is your recent placements. Placements or, and then head-to-head results, I yes. believe. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then how you like that one or two in the section plays into it a mm-hmm. lot. Sure. Too, so. Yeah. so, yeah. So that's the cheese head. Uh, if we want to jump over to another maybe. Oh, you know what we should talk about, actually? And I don't have results for this, but St. Charles on Friday night, while you guys are at the Clash, was having their 70th year of wrestling so that's pretty cool they made a pretty big uh, event about it and we were just talking about this i think we've got a wrestling you guys remember ben fearson mm-hmm. who, who? <laughs> no yeah i remember ben fearson he was great ben was a great advocate for the sport yeah he's he post bulletin so for those of you that don't know ben fearson was a sports writer for the post bulletin and i don't want to say he skewed wrestling but he was definitely a wrestling fan he loved yes. wrestling and probably, I, probably still does yeah yep and i believe we might have another one in the making with this Alex Vandenhuten. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't have the name in front of me. All right. Well, if, if there's a way to mispronounce it, you and I will find <laughs> that way. <laughs> well, we're going to go with Alex Vandenhuten from the Post Bulletin. So if you haven't checked him out, he did a really nice uh, article on the St. Saint, uh, Saint Charles team kind of celebrating their 70th years. He's also, I look back and it looks like he's, well, maybe I'm, I'm just, the ones I'm seeing are all uh, wrestling articles. So... Yeah, if you need some good wrestling content, check him out at the Pulse Bulletin. So, don't know who he is, but hey, thanks. You know, that's always good to see. Yeah, I've got a subscription, so if anyone needs a subscription, let me know. I'll send you my <laughs> login info. That's how that's how Kyle got the clash this weekend. I sent him my Flow Wrestling. It's not on. true. I bought my own. The, the Flow Wrestling police are going to track us down. So, all right, next tournament we had this weekend. Uh, looks like Goody was up in Buffalo. Uh, so, let's just run through this quick. Uh, Jeremiah Bean got third. So I was looking at this. There was a 160-pound bracket. This was a it was an odd tournament. Some of the brackets are extremely high end, and then it kind of fell off a little bit. But 160 had three state champs. The that Elwood from Medford yep. was the Wasn't number his three. His older seed. brother a state champ? I think he was a state champ like as a little guy too. Like yes. a six pounder or was something he? like that. Yeah. Yep. Oh. What how is it? It's Seth, Charlie, Charlie. and there's one other Tommy? one, I think, right? Tommy. Tommy. Elder. Tommy, yeah. So anyways, so we need Joey. We need wow. you here more often. <laughs> sometimes the two of us can't pull a name if we have a third person here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Buffalo, this tournament up in Buffalo had some uh, some really solid kids. So that was that Griffin Lundin. He ended up winning that 160. So if you've heard that he's, name, he's a He is stud. very good. So. I missed the number two kid. Who Did you say who it was, the number two No, seed? because I forgot, and I was hoping you weren't going to put me on the spot. Oh, okay. But you did, so I can't remember. <laughs> Breeze right past that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, other uh, from Goodyear, looks like Caleb Curdy got first as well. So uh, Goodyear, uh, yeah, up there at uh, Buffalo. And also, J.J. Jeremiah Bean, 100 wins on Saturday, I believe. So congratulations Congrats. to Mr. Bean. Awesome. Correct. Correct, mm-hmm. and I know you aren't a huge fan of including Wasika. You always forget him, but I'm I don't. So the <laughs> oh, whoa 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 <laughs> fake news. I am a big fan of Wasika. I actually have his sweatshirt in my closet. Wasika Blue Jays go Jays. There is no way you do. But anywho, so uh, they had a guy one twenty one. Jacob Knutson got first. They were at a individual tournament, and then uh, 
you know, we like to talk about the big guys. That 215, Matt Verowin. Oh, Bro, right. even Verovin. <laughs> Verovin. <laughs> <laughs> so he got second. So he uh, he got second, and he lost to uh, number one ranked Jacob Schmidt or Schimmick from uh, St. Clair Loyola. So yeah, so his only loss was uh, to Schimmick, who is sixteen and zero. So Wasika over there uh, on the western side of Section One. On the western side of Section One. Do you care if I take us to the east side of Section One? Absolutely. Have at it. It was a Section one party at Cannon Falls. You had Dover Yoda, <laughs> Cannon Falls, Pine Island, Troyton, St. Charles, Austin, Byron, Rochester, John Marshall, Winona, Winona Cotter, wow. Wabasha Kellogg, and La Crescent Hoka. That's 11 section one teams. That's got to be Cannon a record. Falls. Yeah. I, I, if it's not, it's pretty darn close. So a bunch of section one teams. Um, I try not to get too sucked into this, but the parishes for Cannon Falls both had a good tournament. Got third at 107. That was Owen. Adam Parrish got first at 114. Max Loftus of Dover got second in there at 107. And then St. Charles had a champ at 121. That was Bennett Boyum, who is now 11 and 7. Good, good tournament for him. Moving along down to 133, Calvin Singewald was a champ there. Bolton Tessing won at 139. Seems like Tessing's won like seven different individual tournaments so far. And also Dover Yoda won Ellsworth to start the season. They won this one. So they've won a couple individual tournaments. So Tessing's doing well in the individual tournaments. So is Byron. Skipping along it down to 152. Hunter Garness of Troyton got second there to Alex Braun, pretty solid wrestler from Woodbury, and Brad Little won it at 160. Landon Leonards got first at 172. Tristan Zingler, Cannon Falls Randolph, somebody that we identified early in the season to keep an eye on, he got first at 189, beat Andrew Went of Dover Yoda in the finals, and then Tegan Baird of Cannon got first at 215. So Cannon, quite a few champs at their own home tournament, notably in the upper weights as they continue to develop those guys. And then our big man, Sam Winkles of Austin, beat Aiden Gasper at heavyweight. So Gasper up at heavyweight there. Did, I guess that's noteworthy that they're both at heavyweight. Did we see Winkles at 215 earlier in the year, or did we just dream that? I think I'm imagining it. So I actually, I'm going to name drop again. I had a really nice conversation with Dave Odomo this weekend down in lacrosse. His uh, We mentioned his boy Marcus is helping coach over in Austin, and it sounds like Winkles has been at heavyweight. Okay, for for the year, and that could so. be. I mean, we yeah, don't we sometimes lose details. Yeah, don't hold us to that, and you never know when that's going to change. Who knows? But for Winkles up at heavyweight, Gasper up there as well. What's awesome about this tournament? You see all these kids now wrestling individually, and now we get to turn the page, and a lot of these here are going to wrestle duels here coming up. So good to good to see how you know Dover, I guess, and Cannon Falls where they're going to slide in here in the uh, section year-end seedings. Mm-hmm. Should we flip the page to next week, or do we have other results? Got a couple more here yet. Because <clears throat> I wanted to ask you about this. So, Albert Lee was at the Eden Prairie Duels, and their first match, I believe, if I can get back to it, yeah, was Eden Prairie. And you just called Eden Prairie, right? That was the one we were chatting about the other night? Yeah, it was Eden Prairie, Chaska Chanhassen, and then there was one other West, uh, New Prague. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
Albert Lee won from 107 all the way to 145. And if I remember correctly, you were saying Zytavius Williams. Was he a state champ? He was, correct. So he lost to uh, Brody Ignazowski. No, 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 no. I actually got a message on Twitter about the pronunciation of Brody's last name. So go past it and come back to me. So he lost. Well, I'm just going to say he lost to Brody, which so that's a great win for Brody. Uh, Three to one and uh, sudden victory. So So congratulations to Brody Ignashevsky. 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 Yes, congratulations right. to Brody Ignashevsky on that Brody big win. For like the next, I don't know how old he is, but I'm going to always get that one wrong. That's going to be a tough one to remember. Who wrestled Patrick Kabisa? Patrick, what weight? 152-ish. He wrestled or 60. Trent, <laughs> Brody's brother, it looks like. And so. did Kabisa win that one? Yeah, tech fall. And then yep. they have one more... Uh, stud in there, Eden Prairie does veneer, maybe Charles veneer. Yeah, so that was interesting. So Michael Olson pinned him. Wow, five fifty eight. Good win. So hmm. must I wonder, yeah, what happened there. But anyway, so Albert Lee kind of took care of business against Eden Prairie, forty five twenty three. Then they beat uh, Wilmer twenty seven twenty five. So Wilmer, I don't know if they're still in the rankings or they're usually in that like they were mid, st- mid to low range. They were a state tournament team last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good win there. Uh, they did fall to Scott West, um, but then they defeated Anoka, thirty-six to thirty-three. So they had a nice little uh, tournament here with some quality wins. Anoka is ranked uh, Wilmer, and then uh, obviously knocking off some individuals there for Eden Prairie. So good job, uh, Albert Lee. Curious to see how that affects your uh, rankings there, Mister. Logan creating a lot of suspense, aren't we? For these <laughs> rankings that I haven't even started to work on yet. <laughs> That's all right. Off the top of your head. Um, yeah, that one. And then I had one more because I wanted to bring this up because Oatana is wrestling. Do you remember who this week? Give me a hint. I don't remember. We'll is talk it? about it here shortly. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Joey. <laughs> Zimbrotum Mazeppa, I think. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, so Oatana was at uh, the St. Paul Harding duels and looked like they had a good tournament, um, knocked off a couple teams, but um, maybe not the higher caliber teams that uh, obviously the Clash holds and then uh, that Albert Lee just did. So I'm curious to see. We really haven't seen Oatana yet um, with a team that we're familiar with, right, to benchmark. So I think this will be a good Good example with Oatana going over there and wrestling ZM and KW and Centennial, right? So, mm-hmm. Does our guest have any priors on Oatana going into this weekend, or do you not know? I the scouting report. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try everything. I'm going to try maybe, and get Maybe it behind off. the scenes I can. Yeah, what is that big notebook sitting on the table in front of you? It looks like you've got something on him. Yeah, me and Harbaugh, we've been, yeah. <laughs> we've been figuring things out lately. He's been in a little bit of trouble. but <laughs> you, you got Harbaugh coaching services to yeah, consult you. Exactly, oh, exactly. Funny. And then no, the, uh, I don't have anything on it. Nothing. It's they really I, haven't been around here. They have, no, no. So, and then the last tournament I have, and this one kind of, I'm like, wait, this something's not adding up here. And then it dawned on me. So, Clash of the Titans. Uh, we had GMLOS. This is an individual tournament. Uh, Lakeville North, Big Lake, Simley, Lake City, and Tartan. And I saw this. I'm like, GMLOS won that. Okay, that's good. And then Simley got fourth. I'm like, that's weird. 
Simley was at the clash as well. So it looks like they entered two tournaments that weekend. So, mm. um, so GMLOS had a, had a good day. They won this tournament, uh, 160 over Lakeville North. And we've seen Lakeville North a couple times. They've got kids. So they've got some, they've got kids, some solid kids in there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Lake city was in fifth. So yeah, good tournament. Uh, Parker Armagast got uh, first at 114. Uh, Kale Smith got first at 127. And Benny Lopez Ramirez got first at 139. Dalton Pischke got first at 145. And Braxton Wistie got first at 160. And then we had Braden Burgesson of Lake City got first at 215. And Colton Gardner got second at 285. So good tournament for those guys. And uh, yeah, that kind of wraps up most of the results. There was a few other ones that I was struggling to find some uh, scores on, but the we, best. Do, we do what we can. Yeah, it's an imperfect reporting uh, system, so we do what we can. Kyle, we find ourselves at a fork in the road here. We can get into next week's results, or it sounds like you put out a mailbag Questions for Logan B. <laughs> Let's Which, talk. Are we going? Uh, are we going left or are we going right? Let's go with that. We'll preview the stuff at the end. Let's talk about mailbag and then uh, see where that leads us, and then okay. go touch can, on some tournaments. Can I have a phone a friend during the mailbag? Can I use? This is going to be both of you. Can it's I a use, mailbag kind of for both of you. Okay, so, so okay. Mr. Majerus, I can right. have him hop in. So we got a we got a follower from Dovriota. He uh, he loves to ask us questions and engage. So. His question. Yeah, he's a he's a big fan. He's a good fan. He's a good fan. Yeah, he's a very good fan. What is the favorite part? So I, I don't know if we're gonna do this as a wrestler. I believe he asked. So as a wrestler mm-hmm. back in your day, what was the favorite your favorite part about going to wrestling tournaments? So who wants to handle this one first? I've got this one. I would. So I was always when I was younger, I cut a lot of weight. Eighth, ninth, tenth. Can I just make a prediction? Your two answers are going to be very different. <laughs> <laughs> so. A little bit more background on that. I had, you know, a handful of varsity wins over my career. I think Joey had like 220-some. So, so only a couple more than you. So a couple more than me. Yeah, I had two or three, and he had two or 300. So there's a little bit of context for those who don't know us that well. Is We have one really good wrestler here, and we have uh, another wrestler here. So <laughs> my favorite part of the Saturday tournaments was not the initial get back to your cooler and eat the first round of lunch. My favorite part was after that first match, when you get through the first match and you're no longer bloated because you just wrestled and you exercise, and then you can go back for your second lunch (laughs) (laughs) from from the lunch lunch box. Yes. So I would say that that would uh, jump out to me as the best part. And then obviously a close second would be just the camaraderie with the teammates. Yeah. Right. You go up to a tournament up in the cities, you get into all sorts of shenanigans that I'm not going to say because I talked to a lot of kids down at the Clash this weekend who listen to the podcast. I'm not going to give kids any ideas, but just those bus rides were a lot of fun. Spending time with the team was fun. And also, specifically with Saturday tournaments, it was nice just seeing these wrestlers that you had no idea who you were wrestling. Like you'd get out there with no priors and you'd come off the mat or find out a few days later a little bit more about that kid. And, you know, this wasn't for me, Joey, but maybe for you, like you would find out a couple days later or a couple hours later, you're like, wow, I just beat a kid who was pretty dang good and I didn't know anything about them. So that specifically was Saturday tournament. So I think I went through about three or four different things there. 
But uh, yeah, it left me with absolutely <laughs> nothing to pick from except for what winning a wrestling match. That's that's a pretty solid one. I couldn't pick that one, so good for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same thing. It's getting back, cutting weight, getting some food in you. You can your mood goes up. You got all your buddies there. And I don't know if it was like you, but most of my friends were wrestlers. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, getting into shenanigans, maybe pushing the limits a little bit, but getting the food in you, having your friends there. And we had some good teams that I wrestled on. So getting, um, you know, beating good teams that you quote unquote shouldn't beat is a lot of fun too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you, I think you guys did a lot of that as I kind of, you know, remember back to when we were in high school, you guys would go up to the cities, even kind of like this year, right? To start the years yeah. and Broda went up, beat up on Park and then um, Anoka. So mm-hmm. two teams that Zimbroda probably doesn't. Zimbroda yeah, up maybe that's another thing. Going somewhere that you don't normally go. Yeah. Getting, I mean, a Saturday tournament, it's different than going to the Clash. You know, you got time like yesterday. We didn't wrestle till four o'clock. On Friday we wrestled. What? When was the last round? Maybe you noon. You guys were or in the morning. The last one started two at, at one, so it was done by two or two thirty. Yeah. So now, as a coach, the fun things are getting out and mingling with the parents, and because you know you only get to know the kids right at the beginning, and then you kind of start going out to these tournaments. Maybe you have some free time. You start talking to them. And we did find out this weekend there is one or two bars in lacrosse. Oh, is there? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you knew that. I wasn't aware of that. But uh, we did find one. Okay. So that's good to know. Maybe next time I'm down there, I'll have you draw me a map or something so yeah, I can find those. I think. As, okay. long, as long as we can find it again, we should be all right. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. so there we go. Good. What, good answer. Do, do you want to add or do you want to jump to the next I, question? I got another question. Okay. So this is from a section one alum. Okay. Quick. What year did you graduate? 2015. 2015. Good year. Very yeah. good year. Yeah. All right, Logan, this one's specifically for you trivia and for our listeners. So there's going to be a few towns involved here. Okay. Who handed Joey Majerus his final loss of his career? Oh, that's just brutal. I remember. Do you? I do too. <laughs> so I believe your senior year, you lost to a kid from Piers in the state quarters. Came, he, ba- came back through Piers? Was yep. it Piers? Yep. You came back through Wrestlebacks, and you had beat this individual in the, the finals <laughs> of the section individual tournament. He is Chatfield's 1-0, Jared Goldsmith. Wow, mm-hmm. good job. Chatfield hasn't been nice to you. Although uh, you beat, uh, we've you had beat some... a lot of Chatfield kids over the years, you had you Chatfield. Got... Yeah, they they got my number a couple of times, but I think I got them a couple of times too. It was it was all good fun. Yeah, it was. You got Goldsmith. I remember you and Goldsmith kind of went back and forth, and then Jared yeah, Clawmeter and, was in there as well. Me and Hank wrestled. Hank Fredericks. For yeah. anybody that doesn't know, we battled it out a couple of times when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of respect for them. They got a lot of good wrestlers. Yeah, those those section brackets were almost as tough as the state brackets with you and Goldsmith, Clawiter in there. Um, yeah, good you kids bouncing around the rate. Bailey O'Reilly, Joel Gadian. Mm-hmm. Well, think, of- think about 
like back then and even today, like it's been consistent for decades, you know, of just solid section one kids battling it out. And it's just funny now we've ran into how many of these people as we start doing this podcast. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So no, there, that was a good one. All right. I'm going to put Logan on the spot here now. This one's real. Power rankings. I was ready for more trivia. I kind of like the you trivia. like the trivia. I'll see what else I can find. But okay. uh, um, power rankings. So the people want to know, Logan. First of all, when are you going to publish your next set? And are you ready to go live with your rankings right now after all of this shakeup we've got going on here? I have not done any Do sort it. of research. Joey's not trying to get me to trying to get me to go public with my rankings. If you guys help me talk through this, I think I can give an opinion. All okay. right, can I'll just. Out. I'll go with your last power rankings. For those of you that did not go to the website and check them out, Logan had Cast Manorville 1, Zimbrodum Mazeppa 2, Chatfield 3. Wow, that's hurtful to your team. Uh, think, Albert Lee 4. I think they took that one to heart. <laughs> Kenyon Wanamingo 5, Dovriota 6, Goodyear 7, Northfield 8, Rochester Mayo 9, Owatonna 10. I am proud to say that my Chatfield Gophers are now the number one team in the Section 1 Power Rankings. That one's official. Okay, mm-hmm. you can put that one. That one, don't bother using pencil. Don't bother using pen. Use permanent marker. Carve that one in stone. Chatfield's number one. Beyond that, I think a case could be made for Zimbroda, Mazeppa, or Casson Manorville in the number two spot. Both had very strong starts to the season. Maybe Casson had a little bit of a slip up in their loss to Chatfield, you could say. I would be understanding of someone that puts Zimbrota Mazeppa in the number two spot and Casson Manorville in the number three spot. You'll have to stay tuned. For no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you got to pick number two. Who is it? I'm going to put Casson Manorville. All right. I'm leaving. Spot. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> so then number three. The number three would be Zimbrota Mazeppa. ZM, all right. Yep. That's, that's and fair. So keep in mind the number two spot down. These are these ones I'm gonna call tentative. These are this is what I'm leaning towards. This is what you're leaning towards. And you're gonna publish this week? I'm going to publish Great on, Wednesday. It'll be out live. There will be a Wednesday that I publish. <laughs> that is correct, Kyle. There will right. be a Wednesday. So now after that, so you got that top do you feel it's a top three tier? Or do you think Albert Lee sneaks into that tier as well? Or Kenyon Wanamingo? I think it's a top three tier. I haven't seen recent results from Albert Lee. It seems to me that they might just be a half step behind KM, Chatfield, and ZM. That's just my perception without having dug into things thoroughly. I'm going to keep Albert Lee in a separate tier for now. Probably pretty close to Kenyon Wanamingo. So Albert Lee, Kenyon Wanamingo are going to be in the four and five spots. And then the sixth spot would just be an absolute mess i have no idea who to put in that spot i think you have to do this and this is a good segue going into uh what we got coming up this week i think you got to get this posted either tonight or tomorrow so the people can really take it in because coming up you've got here you got dover at the six spot in the previous good you at mm-hmm. seven northfield eight rochester mayo nine ten you have otana you haven't even mentioned larp or stewartville or stewartville good you yeah so and there's a lot of duels coming up that uh, are going to kind of play into how this is going to shake out. So I'll leave you off the hook, but you got your kind of your top five. Yeah. After this, that's kind of my top five. And after talking through doing this brief exercise, I'm going to say 
for for future editions editions of Logan's Power Rankings, we're just doing one through five. No, <laughs> you are. It's got to yes. be at least six. But like, look There's... at this. You know, you know why I would do that. Number one, because it would be you don't want to take way a easier. And six through ten is just a nightmare at this point. It's like Northfield beat Rochester Mayo. Um, Owatonna hasn't wrestled any of these teams. Good, you lost to Stewartville, but they have some other good performances. Good, you and Dover haven't wrestled yet, but will wrestle this week. So it's just like there's so many unknowns in the six through ten teams with good loss, weird combinations of good losses and also bad losses. So I guess I'll do it to generate a little bit of controversy, but it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be perfect. All right, I got more trivia for you. Okay. Okay. Joey, you can uh, you can help it. I like trivia. I'll give you an assist. You can have an assist here. I I probably won't need it. Trivia is kind of my thing. 2015 grad. Joey Majerus ended his career with oh how many falls? I was wrong this weekend. <laughs> we talked, but it was about really it close. <laughs> it was really close. That's your hint. One hundred and twenty-six. That is incorrect. One twenty-one. Oh. Does that include JV pins? No. The reason I, I don't, asked, I, I don't think so. I think it must. Because Where did you find no, that? it doesn't. I think it does. And the reason I say that is this says Brandon Lundy has 54. There's no <laughs> way he even wrestled 54 varsity matches. So If he's got 54, I have 278. <laughs> so, so yeah. No, this, okay, one of the better, ah, this is going to pain me. One of the better websites out there uh, for a wrestling program is Zimbrota Mazeppas. They got, if you want, go on here. They got all the history of ZM wrestling. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty fun, pretty entertaining here you go through here blast from the past mm-hmm. anyway so yeah that, who who, fun. who is second in wins would it be caden stefan probably I or jacob i think Bennett? it's jacob neither actually what who would be a kid that wrestled varsity forever not watkins hunter prodzinski oh he was How 79 many, no Oh, in pins pins yes, yeah yes. pins yep. what about I, what about wins oh wins i don't know i'm not on that, one. that one's I believe it's Jacob Bennett, but it might be Caden. I was gonna say it's probably probably Jacob or Caden. They were both in the lineup for a long time. Yeah, Jacob was in as a seventh grader. Funny side story about Jacob Bennett. There was a, a senior from Goodyear by the name of Matthew Lexfold who wrestled Jacob Bennett. Matt was a senior. Jacob Bennett was a seventh grader. They wrestled in Goodyear, and Matt won one to zero. Given he was a senior, he was probably ranked in state. He was a state entrant, beat the seventh grader one to zero, and just absolutely got lit up by everybody <laughs> afterwards. And it turned out Jacob Bennett was a pretty good wrestler. He was all right, yeah. He, he was, what, a two-time state finalist? Two-time or... state finalist, three or four-time state place winner. So, yeah, yeah. he did. He was, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was solid. He was solid. Any other good trivia you got for us? No, it's just kind of fun, though. Going down this uh, old memory lane here, but anyways, yeah, we you won't. Kyle's just picking that. out all the guys he's beat. <laughs> yeah, beat him, no, pin just, him, just Brandon Lundy and I went back and <laughs> that, forth. On that it. would actually be a fun exercise <laughs> if you went through and listed the top Zimbrota wins, and I just said whether or not that person beat me. I yeah, that's that true. Would, that would be I a pretty good exercise. There might be a few in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we all probably right. don't have time for that. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, ZM, let's just stay on that 
train and take it to this weekend. So we got a quad coming up with Centennial, Owatonna, and Kenyon Wanamango, ZM. I'll let you guys break that one down. I want to hear, so one thing I wanted to ask Joey about, obviously you're still good friends with Chase Steffen, who's now the coach at Centennial. Yep. Remind, can you remind me like when he took over and then also what the trajectory has looked like for Centennial in recent years, if you have yeah. information on well, that? Well, he took over, it was a couple of years now. I think it's this will be his, I want to say it's his third year. Don't quote me on it. That sounds right. But um, yeah, he walked in and they didn't have a ton of kids in the room. Um, they had tough kids, but it was more about getting their numbers up. I know their K through six program is extremely good. The numbers are way up and I think they ended up winning maybe the K through six state tournament last year, placing high, whatever the case was. So they have a lot of kids coming up that are going to be good wrestlers as long as they stay out and stay in the program. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I know things are getting better. He's winning tournaments. Um, maybe not the most elite tournaments out there, but you got to take steps where you can get them, you know? Yep. That was kind of my perception from the outside, too, that Chase had really done a nice job with that. And he was a 2014 graduate, so just a year yep. older than you and I. So, I mean, not... You know, he's a young guy taking over a program mm-hmm. that traditionally... First gig and... Yeah, yeah, and he's done a really good job with it as his first gig. Yes. And now yep. it's fun. They've done the, the quad in Zimbrota a few years now with mm-hmm. Centennial coming down. Yep. Do, so after Centennial and Zimbrota wrestle, do Lincoln Chase do a little Stefan match on the... <laughs> On the mat, afterwards. I don't think Chase. Chase is like number three in the family. He doesn't even get to wrestle Link first. <laughs> it's Caden. He's he got- he has to wrestle off Avery, and my money's on Avery. And then <laughs> He's then it'll go- be Link and Caden at the end. I'm gonna say. So Caden is a he was an All American at SMU, wasn't he? Yes, this he last- was. And he's still a step below Link. He is right now. Okay. Yep. He's still at SMSU this year, so I think he's ranked top five in the nation so hopefully he can i think last i saw he was two i don't know if that's changed recently but okay in his last year at yep this will be i believe his last year so hopefully he can and his dad was a national champ at smsu as well so that would be very cool for him to end his career off that way that would be awesome so centennial zambrota mazeppa kenyon wanamingo and owatana Mm-hmm. on saturday there'll be some definitely some tough kids definitely some interesting matchups you and i were talking on the way over i think 9 a.m things 9 a.m start yep okay will you guys stream that one or is that one it should be i believe it'll be streamed um i know our camera and mazeppa is how we stream normally i would assume they have one in zimbrota but i'm don't quote me on it i'm not 100 percent. so this is in zimbrota right yes for the listeners because didn't zimbrota just get flooded their gym again yeah for the 400th time in the last 10 years (laughs) i don't know what's going on there Uh, i heard the basketball team was making it rain yeah oh Um, my goodness all right sorry we can cut that one out it's tough Uh, but we don't know yet who wrestles who first do we I'm not 100% sure, but I believe the way we usually do it, Kenyon will probably be our last match. So if you're looking for wrestle match, 
That's been that should a, be a good one. That has been a rivalry forever. I remember, you know, back in my day when you and I were still in high school, mm-hmm. you guys had some really good matches with Kinemona Mingo. I think our senior year, you guys wrestled them in the section finals. Yep. And they were kind of the favorite. Right? Yeah. And you yeah, guys, that year they were the quote unquote favorite. Yeah. And you guys ended up beating them by a point or a couple of points and running yeah. on to the state finals. Yep, that was a fun year. Kind of yeah. came out of nowhere, but... Yep, so there's been really, really good battles with Zimbardo Mazeppa and Kenyon over the years. Last mm-hmm. year was pretty... Zimbardo kind of ran away with it a little bit, didn't they? Against Kenyon. Last year, yeah. Yeah, last year they did, but they got a good squad this year, and we'll have to show up and wrestle our best. To... Those matchups in the lower weights are going to be... It's going to be fun. Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Prediction, Logan? I'm going to... The Cougars are my team, right? They're one of my teams. I got to roll with the Cougars. That that will be, though. I mean, you talked about it. Those first probably six matches, five, six matches are going to be really, mm-hmm. really solid kids. Well, actually, even once even, you get into the middleweights there. yeah, well, should be a lot, lot of good matches. You guys are kind of built the same in a, in a way, a little bit. So, yeah, for I, those of you who want to follow that, check that one out. I agree with you. I think they are built the same way. The one thing that I like... Uh, about how ZM is built is they have they have a lot of different options up top right now between Owen Lexfold and Wyatt Mulder back on the mat. Seems like Tucker Buck is wrestling pretty well. And then I saw Max Raymer down at the Clash this mm-hmm. weekend had a big pin. So they've at least got a bunch of different options up top that they can have a little bit of flexibility with. So uh, that's going to be a fun one. And then Oatana have not seen them yet in person so that will be good to get eyes on them and see where they are at i'm still not sure if they're going to be a player in AAA. seems like northfield is is uh you know kind of the number two after albert lee but rochester mayo is right there with northfield and then i think owatan is there i just haven't really seen them yet well and actually that's another good segue because northfield and owatana looks like on the 11th here so is that thursday night yeah thursday night northfield owatana we'll get to see that over in northfield so can't I just wait with my power rankings? We have <laughs> no, all that's why you have to do it. We have all of these section matches. You just, you know what? You know you're just listing happen? results and then seeding it. You know what's going to happen is I'm going to rank a team like fifth and sixth, and then the sixth team is going to beat the fifth team, and you are going to give me such a hard time. Oh, I and I could bring it up that you put Goodyear in like the sixth or seventh, and then they got beat by. A team you haven't even mentioned. You could bring that up. I'm, but glad, I'm glad you didn't, though. <laughs> but if you hit, if you hit, people will actually think you're an elite wrestling. Guy. If I hit, that's if right. Hit. I just want to know when your apology is to Roger. This ranking stuff is harder than you think, isn't it? It is. It is pretty tough. Yeah, I'll issue a formal one through my press secretary here shortly. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that'll be a fun one just for us, Northfield Oatana, to get some. We've seen Northfield a bunch. We've seen obviously ZM a bunch. So this will be good to see Oatana now matching up with some of those teams. Uh, are you going to be in attendance, Kyle? I was just thinking, are you going? Uh, so I have the elementary wrestling tournament in Goodyear. There's a there's a ten year old brother of mine that I that'll be done by then, won't it? It starts at 9.15. So if he goes in, he gets things done, he earns that fastest pin trophy, I might be able to hop over, but it's still TBD. Brian Witchman did give JV Takes an official formal invite, though. Or he gave me one. I was going to say, <laughs> I think I might have to watch it because I don't know if I'm allowed to those doors. But, uh... Put on a disguise, <laughs> shave your beard. <laughs> we'll, we'll run that by Jessica here in a little bit and see. But, yeah, I would like to see that one, so we'll see. Um, all right, what else we got? Oh, good you 
Doriota, Castle Manorville, Thursday. So that's mm-hmm. a big one for Section 1A seeding implications with Goodyear and Dover. Dover's been in a lot of uh, individual tournaments here lately and taking care of business, right? Even at the Rogers tournament where they top three, if I remember right, mm-hmm. they were up there. So, and Goodyear, uh, you know, looking at the results, looks like Goodyear's down a few. So we'll see, see what they can uh, come up with. So your thoughts on that one? Man, a lot of question marks in that one. Just, I haven't seen Doveriota either. I didn't get a chance to watch their duel against Kenny Monomingo. I was talking about this with a wrestling fan this morning, and we walked through like the first five to six to seven weights of Goodyear and Dover and what those matchups could look like. And what we came to the conclusion of, you know, Dover's got Bolton Tessing, they're in at 39. They're probably going to be favored in that one. Other than that one, I'm just going to throw my hands in there. <laughs> I could see, you know, Dover could walk out of Goodyear with a 20-point win. Goodyear could get a 20-point win. There's just so many unknowns. And with the graduations that Dover had last year, there's not a lot of prior results between the individuals. So I, I'm throwing my hands in the air with that one. I, I have no idea who's going to take it, Goodyear or Dover. But obviously, it means a lot because that's potentially most likely three and four seeding in section 1A with Kenyon and Chatfield as the top two teams. Why do you discredit LARP? I do, (laughs) I do, I apologize. Probably because I don't see them as much and they're new to the section, I would say. But you're right, that's fair. They could be in that conversation. Wow, okay, okay. Well, we'll just put that then over to our... pedaling like a quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just make our co-hosts then make the predict prediction here joey who you got dover good you or you think Manorville? we'll sweep all both i think i'm gonna take Manorville on that one <laughs> the door, um, the door the, is right over the there. Dovriota and good <laughs> the Dovriota and good match should be good um it's hard being in double a now i don't focus as much on the single a schools just because it's not really as big of a priority anymore but i'm gonna take Dover Iota in a tight one. <laughs> goes, I'm shocked. Goes against goes against his roots. Oh my goodness. No, I think that's a solid pick. Dover's they they just always have a solid team. I don't remember the last year that you were yeah. Dover Iota wasn't a top five seed in the section. Mm-hmm. So they're always there. I respect the pick. And that one is in good you. So Casson, Dover, good you. Oh, I didn't know Thursday. it was home. Yeah. That would have Does that change it. things? That changes the line a little bit. I don't know. The Goody Gym gets pretty loud. So, All right. Who else we got going on? This? I, uh, a note on that one. I also yep. think Goody is going to have their A team on the broadcast. I think they're going to have their Buck and Aikman. Nobody cares. Moving on. <laughs> so Plainview Elgin Millville. This is right there with Dover again. Plainview Elgin Millville, Dover, and GMLOS on Friday. So they go from Goody over to Plainview. Where are you looking? Plainview, Doveriota, Grand Meadow. That's on Friday. Yes. Did we just skip? No, yeah, I'm said... jumping around. Okay. All right. That's you fine. Just try me. to keep up here. So, <laughs> so we got we... a double A team here for you, Joey. Plainview, Elgin, Melville. They could mm-hmm. potentially throw their hat, or excuse me, throw their name in the hat for a three, four, or five seed. I've, I have no idea who's going to be the three seed right now in double A. I think Cannon Falls could be. The... Yep. There, they were last year, Plainview, Stewartville. Mm-hmm. I have n- no idea who's going to merge out of that second-tier teams in AA. Yeah, I don't think there's been a ton of AA crossover section matches yet, so it's hard to say. 
Yeah, it doesn't. I think we wrestled Plainview early this year's. Yeah, you guys wrestled them with Cal. Mm-hmm. Cleaned up on both of them pretty good. So, oh, yeah, Cal's in there, too. They could yep. be Cal. Yep. They seem <laughs> like they're coming around a little bit. Yeah. Talked to some Caledonia folks down at the Clash, and you know they're still getting a feel for their team after last year, but they're moving in the right direction. I think if Plainview puts up a good showing against Del Riota and Grand Meadow, two teams that are just, you know, they're solid. They're not they're not world beaters, but they fill the lineup. They have some really good kids throughout there. I think even if Plainview doesn't go 2 and 0, even if they split with Dover and Grand Meadow or have a couple tight matches, I think for me that's going to be a strong indicator that Plainview is still in that running for 3 4 5 seed in AA. Dover Yoda, that's a that's a busy week for them. Do they wrestle Saturday as well? I don't know, but the other thing to think about on that is this is classic section one. Mm-hmm. So watch like Dover beat who they should, and then all of a sudden exactly. get beat by like GMLOS, who's yeah. lost to Goodyear, and uh, who else did they just lose to? LARP, you know. So just make it a mess. That'll that's just classic. Mm-hmm. That'll probably happen no matter what we think. So mm-hmm. yeah, all right. So we got that one. Yeah, I don't know if Plainview wrestles on, or sorry, or, if Dover wrestles on Saturday, but uh, Plainview does. Because they host their individual tournament uh, down there in Old Plainview. Yeah, mm-hmm. who do they got here? Looks like they've got some out of staters in Cochrane, Cochrane, Cochrane City. Oh my goodness, why wow, I butchered that one? Cochrane, Fountain City, and Eau Claire North, and then some local teams: Fillmore Central, La Crescent, Lake City, Lewiston, Altier, Rushford, Peterson, Logan. There's a team named Logan. Must be Lacrosse Logan. I believe so. And welcome to my group of favorite teams. <laughs> we now have Zimbrota Mazeppa, Chatfield, and Lacrosse Logan. Maple River, Pine Island, St. Thomas Academy, and I'm I'm not able to scroll over and see who else. Wabashaw oh, Kellogg. Wabashaw Kellogg and Winona Senior. These Wabashaw kids, Lacrescent kids, Winona kids, and Fillmore Central kids are gonna have twelve head to head matchups oh, yeah. against each other going into the section tournament. They're wrestling in Cannon Falls this last weekend. Be back in Plainview. Um, yeah, I think Plainview is probably one of the favorites at their own home tournament. Lewiston Altura could also be in the running. And then St. Thomas Academy, they, they've got some studs, don't they, I think? They, <laughs> I have no idea. They do, <laughs> which is weird, though. Nah, no one cares, but yeah, St. Charles or uh, St. Thomas Academy. It just doesn't seem like a lot of them are getting in the lineup yet, and I don't know what's going on there yet. But okay, uh, anyway. So <laughs> next one, oh. uh, we'll be after. Uh, all so right. Osage, uh, Casa Manorville goes down to Osage, and the reason I bring this one up, the Osage duels is absolutely like old school Iowa wrestling. It's first of all, hands down, the best coaches room out there. I mean, they get you fed. This is why I weigh what I do because <laughs> I was laid a base down there. Um, but anyway, so this is always fireworks. I think KM's kind of got the best of everybody down there in the last few years, mm-hmm. but uh, there's been times where, I don't know, they almost need like a police escort when they're leaving there. So that's a fun one just to, just to keep an eye on. Uh, usually some fireworks happen there. Uh, Farmington, I believe this is a duels tournament. I could be wrong. I think they used to have a duels tournament, but uh, Hastings, Lakeville, North, uh, Northfield's going to be there. Century, uh, Westfield, you know, section two uh, team that a lot of us section one teams will wrestle. So yeah, Farmington's got a duel. And then 
Anything else you see, Logan, that's sticking out to you that uh, we should touch on? How could we not touch on the Battle of Rochester? We got Rochester Century. We got Rochester John Marshall. We got Rochester Mayo all getting together for a throwdown at JM to decide the one team that gets to own Rochester for the next year. Who you got? Rochester Mayo. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean. Yeah, Mayo's, Mayo's just a cut above right there. They are, yeah. but. Both of these teams are trending in the right direction. JM, the first step in growing a program is getting numbers. They're having more kids in the lineup this year. Rochester Century, I saw them for a quad up at Lakeville South, and they've got some young kids as well. I've There's, heard that the Rochester schools are really starting to get a lot of wrestlers. They are. From what I've heard through the grapevine. Yep. Well, we saw Rochester Mayo went to state last year. They're moving in the right direction. Um, and then I... I can actually say that Rochester Century is as well. They've got a mm-hmm. lot of young kids all the way up until like 152, 160. They've got like some ninth yeah. graders. I've heard a lot of good things about Rochester Century this year. Yeah. And one other one we got going on Saturday. There is just a lot of Section 1 schools hosting this weekend. We got Stewartville. So Stewartville's hosting uh, Byron, Cannon Falls, Crosby, Ironton. That's a drive. Wow. Uh, Grand Meadow, John Marshall, Medford, New Richland, and Rochester Mayo, St. Clair, Triton, and Washburn. Which one doesn't fit there? Crosby, Ironton. Wow, they coming from a long ways to wrestle down there in Stewartville. So, yeah, a lot of good Section 1 teams again. A lot of these guys are meeting up, looks like, probably for the second, maybe even third time this year. You say that's a very long drive, and you're right. I'm looking at a map. I they think s- it would actually be more efficient for them to drive to Bemidji and take a flight from Bemidji <laughs> down south or drive to the city. There's Section fly. 8 team, right? I think they are. Watch Crosby come down here and just clean up, and they're going to be like Section 8. See, Logan? They're going to light me up on the forum. <laughs> but until that happens, I will continue to uh, be light on Section 8. We'll just say that much. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be fun to see Stuartville back in action here. I don't think I've seen anything on them recently, but, uh, yeah. See how they how they start the is this considered the second half of the season, maybe? I after? think so. Yeah, I something think like so. that. So about six more weeks to go until we hit the section uh, tournament. So that's all I got for uh the teams there that are wrestling this upcoming week. I mean there's a few other ones, but uh I don't think you guys want to be here all day. Logan, you got anything else or uh, I got I got one other thing. No, I don't. Obviously, thank you to our guest, Joey Majerus, for dropping by. Send us messages on Instagram. If you don't want to see him ever again, let us know. But if you <laughs> thought he was good, added some insight, let us know. We'll try and get him back. <laughs> we should put out a poll. Like, we'll rank oh, him. Like, yeah. how many stars does he get? No, oh, we boy. should. <laughs> Even better idea. Do Survivor style. One of us gets voted off the podcast. Joey, me, or you. <laughs> oh, I'm Kyle. gone with our ZM Chatfield heavy audience, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd like to butt in, if that's okay with you guys. Um, just like to I'm thank you guys you. for having me on. And also, thank you guys for what you do. I mean, it's our kids think you guys are like the coolest people ever which i don't really get we should probably do autograph sessions those are the <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> joey seriously they you're... think you guys are like i don't know if they think what they think you are but i'm like you know they're just like a couple dudes and they're like no they're the jv takes guys and there were people walking around in different shirts we're zabrota shirts clash shirts <laughs> and they were trying to find you guys all day 
That's hilarious because I'm literally just a balding 27-year-old who had like a 70 and 130. <laughs> JV record? <laughs> JV record. <laughs> uh, that's Well, that's good to know they appreciate it, though. It's fun. I talked to a few of the wrestlers this weekend. And mm-hmm. There's a lot of good kids in our section. They're super talented and... It's just it's fun being able to talk about them and and give them something to enjoy. Yeah, I think, and I think one of the fun things about this whole project is just all these names that keep coming up. Like Brandon Lundy has been referenced now. Kevin Rash, like guys that I probably haven't talked to since high school wrestling mm-hmm. back then. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just you know as all these kids that are in high school now competing with everybody and you know sometimes you get the blinders on it's just all competition you'll be shocked at how quickly that turns to like yeah friendships and fun mm-hmm. and all exactly. that so yeah or, section one or when like you and i you asked the trivia question about 2015 joey you and i we could probably just do an episode sitting oh. here for two hours with a couple cold beverages talking about all the wrestlers and you know the early 2000s 2010s that might have to be a spinoff might have to. <laughs> we could just sit there and do trivia all i could do trivia all day is there a level below jv it could we do start like a new podcast c squad takes or like uh middle school takes junior high junior, junior high, high there wow <laughs> oh logan yeah. all right i think we've talked enough logan you got you sealing us off or what do we got going on yeah i am uh before we do that of course thank you once again to our sponsors Ag Partners, get your fertilizer through them, get all your services through them. Hogan Insurance in La Crosse and Onalaska area. Don't don't be crazy out there. Get your insurance, dang it. Ace Moving in Warehouse in Rochester and Loda Myers in Goodhue. Thank you to all those sponsors. Thank you to Section 1 Wrestling legend Joey Majerus for joining us, and we will do this again soon.